Scott McLaughlin joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. And Scott, just before we went live, we were talking about, yeah, are you doing the rounds this morning? And listen, bro, I don't want to hear one driver complain about doing all these snappy interviews after a big race win like you had at St. Pete. Okay, And I'm not saying you were bitching about it, but it's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's the best part of someone said to me, uh, you know, do you have someone looking after all the text messages and stuff you're getting and whatever? I said, no, that's like the best part about going back through the phone and, you know, responding to hundreds and hundreds of well wishes, you know, it's, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, amazing, amazing weekend. Um, yeah, very, very proud and, and, and super pumped to be joining you guys talking all about it again. Scott McLaughlin, I think his second time in the Freak Nation last year when you were a rookie, now this time as a race winner in the IndyCar series, you're talking about these texts that you're getting. Give us a couple of texts that you got from people that the Freak Nation would know and some congratulatory messages. Uh, okay. Um, Jimmy Johnson, that's mm. one. Uh, Blaney, Bubba, um, uh, oh, there's, oh, Harrison Burden, like all my teammates, Austin Cindric, um, couple, couple, uh, Alio Cashinevis. He, he <laughs> sent me a text, which was nice. He's like, enjoy it, but not too much because I want to do more of it. Typical Alio, you know, he's always got to bring it back. Um, but it was, it was awesome. I, I've, you know, the, the response I've had actually as well, like from Australia as well, there's a lot of my old rivals that have sort of come out of the woodwork and, um, very surprised but pleasantly surprised to like you know be making them proud as well you know when we're pretty intense rivals so uh yeah very cool clearly you're hanging and having fun with the indycar drivers because well that's where you work right now but i found that interesting that you brought up several nascar drivers whether or not they're involved with penske your team so you living in north carolina i mean everybody's got such busy schedules but in the off season did you get a chance to hang with some of those guys and really get that american flavor uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I um, I'm very good friends with Ryan Blaney. We play golf together. We we at the same golf club. We love that. I always take money off him, which is even better. Um, and then with Bubba, he, I obviously met Bubba through Ryan, and then I've met a number of people through you know Bubba's birthday party, a few other things. So it's sort of all very connected. Um, but it's super, you know, it's massive NASCAR obviously around this this area. Um, and I, I enjoy it. I'm, I have a lot of chit chats with everyone it's um yeah it's good fun but a lot of people also want to see me in a nascar i said hey i want to like i want to like win a race in indycar first and see what happens and then everyone was texting me going hey you done that now so let's go but i'm i'm I'm, i got one step at a time please one step at a time let me just say how many races in indycar what is it 16 17 18 nascar is like 30 something you have no life in nascar i'm just saying it's fun and the guys are cool yeah (laughs) That's why I'm in IndyCar. I, I came to IndyCar because uh, Tim Sindrick knew that I was, um, you know, that I love my life outside the track. I love getting away from it as well. And I think, uh, yeah, the schedule is, would be, it, it's pretty draining. And um, I'm at, right now in my period of life, married, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty chill just like, like having a bit of away time from it all as well. Now, you were pretty exhausted when you got out of the race car. I mean, granted, the win is one thing. That takes your breath away, just having the win and the checkered flag. But what have you learned, whether it's from supercars to IndyCar or talking to other drivers in other series, what have you learned about the physicality of motorsports and has it really elevated from years past for you? Yeah, look, it's um, it, like that was a hard race on the weekend, but I think I made it even harder for myself when I was jumping around like an idiot uh, in victory <laughs> lane. I think I actually looked at my whoop data. I think my, my uh, whoop heart rate pe- peaked 
in victory lane not in the race in victory lane <laughs> so um it's it's crazy so i was just full energy pumped up but yeah look it's it's a difficult car to handle and it does take some time i've got some pretty serious sort of blisters oh. from the race and uh it's um yeah you know, it's part of it but it's why it's so rewarding when you do a good lap or you do a good race it's just uh the the, the it's just the it's a physical effort as well as a mental effort. It's everything. It's a, that's why IndyCar is so special. Hey, Statman, I know you've got something, but real quick, there are drivers out there that name their blisters. You going to name that blister St. Pete? Oh, man. This thing's, yeah, it's got its own postcode. It's massive. So um, <laughs> Let's yeah, see it. I, Hold I it up again, bud. Like oh. That one. And then I'll go like a little one there. Oh, that's yeah, a baby. That's a, that, that one was bad. I could feel that during the last, like, last, few laps i'm like ah i could feel it like ripping i'm like oh god this is gonna be bad when i pulled it off and then everyone was shaking my hand after because of my right hand and i'm like ah I, just, I went back to like fist pumps I'm like big big uh you know yeah just yeah. doing that thing yeah you know what i mean yes fist bumps yes did uh alex pillow chasing you down did that have any impact on how much that blister hurt yeah, oh, it did, but it maybe made me forget about it a bit more because I could actually focus on what I needed to do. Um, you know, there's 20 laps to go when we sort of got the lead and, and uh, there was clear track in front of me. My mind was going everywhere, and I actually asked the team, just tell me to focus. Like, it sounds stupid, but just tell, just say it to me and sort of lock me in again. But um, I tell you what, to win your first IndyCar race, to beat it, um, you know, and and fight with the reigning champ right up your tail. I wouldn't have it any other way. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. So, coming from a saloon or sedan, uh, supercars, uh, we've talked about, laughed about NASCAR, but people have told me crazily that sometimes at speed, there's no difference between the two cars. I can't imagine that. I don't believe them. But can you tell me the same thing that when you're going downhill at Mount Panorama at that great speed, is that the same thing as whipping around St. Petersburg? I, I can definitely assure you it's not the same thing. So whoever's telling you that is not right. But uh, it's, you know, but at the same time, I said to myself before the start, I'm like, hey, I've done this before. You know, I've been in this position before. Um, it's all about just, you know, going back to what I know and, and controlling the race. And I felt like I, I obviously had last year to learn that, but I also felt like, you know, there was also a portion of me that like, if I got the opportunity, like I did on the weekend, I could really capitalize on it. And I was just thankful for that. But the, the cars are completely different, the two of them. Um, IndyCar is definitely a lot more physical, uh, but the supercar is probably a lot more hot. So I'm sort of got the best of both worlds. I was ready for, you know, the heat of the week of the weekend. And then, you know, the physicality, I've had a year under my belt to get used to that as well. So let me ask you, Scott McLaughlin, winner at St. Pete, uh, opening race in IndyCar. This is kind of a crazy question, and I hope you can answer it. Uh, yep. When Roger came to you when you were driving for him in Australia, and he came to you and he saw something that said, that guy in that sedan is going to be excellent in a car that's completely different. What did he tell you? What did he say to you to, to give you some confidence? Scott, I want you to do this and you're going to be good at it. He said, first, you got to lose some weight. <laughs> so that's like, uh, you know, 
Well, Tim Sidrick said that, but uh, well, we both knew that we had to do that. But uh, I lost 25 pounds for the IndyCar, so I was working very hard behind the scenes. But Roger was, you know, he, he I think Roger and Tim, they were both very like, you know, we know that you, you uh, there's a very similar schedule with the road and street courses, and then it's going to be a few ovals um, compared to NASCAR, where it was predominantly ovals. And to be honest, I actually thought they would consider me more so for NASCAR purely because of my my my, my body size, and what I've been doing, um, you know, in, in supercars. Um, so I was I was fully aware that you know that would be the path they probably took me on and then they provided me with this indycar opportunity and i was like yeah i, I would love that and, you know i've loved indycar since i was a kid um more so than nascar you know it was it was it's been everything to me i just never thought i could sit sit me for it so i spent two years basically learning nascar and understanding it a bit more and then I had to throw it all out the window and go back to my roots and 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 go into indycar which was so cool but um and to drive with the captain and in an IndyCar, that's special. I mean, it's the most it's like a, a world famous team um, to drive the number three Chevy. It's, it's it's so cool, so cool. We'll get back to the video interview in just a moment, but with high gas prices holding steady, it might be time for you to check out Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment and Injector Cleaner. It's a blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents. It increases power and fuel mileage that keeps your engine operating at maximum efficiency. Are you kidding me? It's like a tune-up in a bottle. Just add it to every fill-up of that snappy car of yours. And of course, it's as simple as... You get it. Now, back to the interview. Did you follow guys like Scott Dixon uh, or any of the... There was tons of crew chiefs and mechanics that came from Australia and New Zealand. Did you follow the careers of, of so many people that are in the paddock now and who have been in the paddock in the past? Yeah, look, Scotty and Will were the, like absolutely um, probably more so Scotty. At the end of the day, he's from New Zealand, and and uh, when I started watching, you know, he was really at the peak of his powers. You know, it was two thousand seven uh, when, when RL and Cart were split, but you know, when Scotty won the two thousand eight Indy five hundred, that was like, oh man, I'd I'd love to do that one day. You know, hmm. and um, it's uh, it's pretty special to be able to you know race him. And he was you know one of the first guys that come and saw me um, after my first pole. And then uh, we managed to have a beer on Sunday night together, which was awesome. And um, you know, it's just surreal to have a have a guy that I've looked up to my whole life, and then to call him a friend now is, is pretty cool. Um, so it's uh, it's it's a very special thing. I want to get back to that twenty five pounds that you had to lose <laughs> to get in an Indy car. So you were you saying yeah. that you were a fat bastard? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't mind. I didn't. I, no, no, I was. I was I, so when I, I weighed uh, two oh five, so yeah, I, I had to lose. What? It. How tall are you, Scott? Hold on a second. Yeah. You weighed two. How tall are you, bro? I was I'm uh, six foot, so I was, I was chubby. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't need to worry about it too much in Australia, and then I was like, okay, I got to get going here. So um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. But look, it, Roger didn't exactly say to me, "I got to lose weight." It was more like. I knew I did. They didn't have to say it to me. I just knew I had to. So I was like, let's go. But all for the better. All for the better. 25 pounds is like another 100 horsepower. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not getting held back by me just wanting to have a beer or, or want a pile every time. I'm like, I can just sacrifice that and go, you know, then we can be competitive. 
Well, well if anybody to hold on just a second, step man, if anybody to look up to Scott Dixon, I've known him since he came to IndyCar and he is the perfect example of work hard, play hard. He makes beer work in his very strenuous diet and exercise regime. So yes, it can happen, dude. hundred percent. And yeah, we found that out on the weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So can you draw a parallel between a couple of beers and an IndyCar win, is that something that you could easily give up if it means uh, I could go to victory lane? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it, you, you as a race driver, you do what you need to do to be competitive. It's like, it doesn't matter what, like, it's uh, it wasn't that hard, obviously, but, like, it was a big sacrifice from my end to, to start training as hard as I was. Food, you know, nutritionists, all that sort of stuff. It's... um. You know, it's a sacrifice you got to make as a race driver, and uh, and yeah, I just got after it, and and here we are. It's it's, it's all paid off, and I'll, I'll just want to keep losing weight. It makes me faster, right? So it'll be good. Oh, McLaughlin, Jeez. I'm calling bull ass on this. It's like me, a Texan, saying I got to give up give up barbecue to win a damn race. It ain't happening. It's like asking no. an Australian or New Zealander to give up beer. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> I haven't I haven't given up beer. Completely. Yeah, he didn't I'm say just, he gave it up. It's just in moderation now. It's just a little bit like, yeah, yeah definitely. And the, and the sugar, I've got a hell of sweet tooth. So I had to drop that away. Um, but yeah, it's it, 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 part of it. You know, you just got to work hard, play hard, and yeah, mm-hmm. but in moderation. Hey, are, are Americans weak sauce when it comes to drinking? I mean, you, do you guys look at us and think, <laughs> what a six pack? We're going to go for six cases in one night. Or can can New, Ze- New Zealanders and Australians out drink uh, Americans in general? I think we we give you guys a fair run for your money, um, but I I think uh, no, it's it's very tight because I feel like you guys do a really good job for partying. You, you have you have great parties over here. It's um and, and everyone's so nice at the bars. You can talk to anyone and 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 especially like I, when I first met my wife um, in Vegas, I was throwing my accent around. She was loving it. Now she's over it completely over it. So um, it, it's it's uh, but that that's a fun part of the bar normally. <laughs> I was just going to say, your bars are mostly North Carolina, Indiana. That's where nice people live. Come out west. It's a wee bit different sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, like Indiana, I've had a lot of fun there. And Connor Daly is normally the guy that, oh, that I, I, I – yeah, he's he, he goes, uh, let's go out for dinner. And then the dinners end up going at 4 a.m. So it's, uh, it's normally <laughs> not, not a good thing. All right. So on this same line, you know people in North Carolina who – race uh in nascar are they known for partying and drinking and so forth who's They're known the, for that who's, <laughs> the, who's the big partiers the indycar or nascar oh no i think nascar uh they they are definitely more um that more casual about it uh indycar is a bit more like um yeah, I mean, you see a few of the guys out there and and um, and partying up for a race I, on the weekend. It was four days birthday party, which was pretty cool. Mm. We hung out with him, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's more so NASCAR. They're very it, it happens a lot more, I think. <laughs> Hey, Scott, there's a website out there. I believe it's in New Zealand. Look at this headline. Can you see this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Why is God, there I no beer? Yeah. I didn't realize there was microphones on. No, I, I, I knew that, but 
No, because I was like, all I, I, they were handing me bottle, bottles of like Gatorade and water. I'm like, no, nah, I, I want a beer. Like, let's go. Like I said, when I win my first race, I can't wait to just sit in my car and just savor it and enjoy it. And um, it was yeah, that was uh, a little part of it. That was a laugh. <laughs> we laugh. Well, let, let's run through some of these headlines. You have that. Why is there no beer? Then there you are. We love this picture. Aren't you talking to your mom and dad there? Yeah, I am. My wife, Carly, she she rang them on FaceTime. I didn't get a chance to speak to them before the race because I, I was still asleep. And um, I, I spoke to them after the race. And yeah, it was funny. That was when I was showing them um, like the cameras because it's it's one thing over here with the Victory Lane celebrations, like the, the amount of people that are there is unbelievable. <laughs> cameras and stuff like um, something I've never seen. Um, I mean, it's a couple of races in Australia like this, but this is huge. And um, it was funny just showing them that. And they were so they were pumped. Mum was crying. Dad was crying. It was uh, it was a pretty cool moment. All right. Now let's uh, let's scroll down to here. Of course, this is one, this is the one thing everybody's talking about. You're celebrating, and then all of a sudden, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, never do a 360 with a helmet on after a two-hour race. Right. Just, and and yeah, I I, I should have known when I got out of the car to stand on the car, I nearly fell over. And then I decided, okay, well, I'm going to do a pirouette as I jump off this thing at like <laughs> from six from six feet, and yeah, I just fell over. I just I knew straight away. I tried to make it look as delicate as I could, um, but it was it wasn't fantastic. But hey, it's a story, and it's something that you'll never forget. It's you'll never forget it, right? There's there's memes going around everywhere. I'm I'm doing parkour with the office crew. I'm doing everything. I'm riding a skateboard. It's, uh, it's funny. I'm, flo- I'm floating. I'm floating through space. It has actually become a proper meme. It's funny as. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's what you want these days. I mean, the trophy is nice, yeah. but to become a meme—that's the bigger win. That's awesome. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then uh, it's uh, yeah, there's TikToks going around. Oh god, I was laughing. That was so funny. <laughs> People are so creative. Mm. I just I love it. Yeah. Love oh, it. that's the internet is amazing sometimes <laughs> for that. It's just like it's some people are so cluey. Very witty. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We have something every week called Beat the Freaks, and you already mentioned some Penske teammates. This week you've got NASCAR in Las Vegas, and we, we bring in celebrity pickers like yourself from time to time to pick their where they think the, the, the three drivers are going to finish at the top of the list for a NASCAR race or an IndyCar race. Crasher, uh, didn't you have McLaughlin winning? Yes, winning? I did. Okay. <clears throat> Thank did you very you? much. That's a good, yes. good pick. Thank you. <laughs> you got, I had you, Power, and Grosjean. So you guys did oh, good perfect. for me. I like it. Yeah, okay, so now we're going to put you on the spot because we're going to focus on the NASCAR race in Las Vegas. Uh, here he is with his celebrity picks, Scott McLaughlin, IndyCar Series winner in St. Pete. Scott, who are the three drivers that you see finishing at the top of the list in Las Vegas, I think I think Joey Logano is very good around Vegas. He's won there a few times, um, so I'm gonna go Joey for number one. I think Larson will run second, and Blaney will be consistent as he always is and finish third. Wow, you're really stepping out on a limb there, huh? <laughs> yeah, you got teammates and yeah, friends, teammates. guys. You're going to run across, <laughs> and you know if you didn't pick them, you'd be yeah. in bad shape. And nah, anybody is stupid these days. If you don't pick Larson, you're just dumb because he just wins everything, it seems right. like. Right. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely. No, and I, I just – I think it's something big. Like, it's a, it's the Penzoil race there. And I'm going to throw a little oh. – throw a little uh, a little sponsor plug in there. But it is the Penzoil race, and Joey always shows up in the Spano, so we'll make, make sure it happens. 
Well, buddy, this is awesome, Scott. We couldn't be happier for you. When we had you on last year as a rook, we knew that if you won a damn race, that your personality would really shine, and it definitely did, whether you're tripping over your beers or not, man. We really appreciate <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, hopefully the first of many, and uh, whenever I celebrate a win, it's always a big one, so uh, enjoy it. Yeah. boy. Imagine Indy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Imagine uh, I'm worried I might not show up to Detroit if I do that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think Roger will want me to show up. But yeah, yeah, we're well, gonna mix with the milk. If you win an Indy, you got to drink milk. So what do you? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm drinking that and I'm throwing it everywhere. It's gonna be oh fun. It's gonna be. Would you put milk have, in your shoe? No, that would be disgusting. I reckon, <laughs> but I. I I definitely would just put a beer in it like okay. I did on the weekend. Okay. But oh my God. The milk is just, that's good. Oh, full cream. That's, mm. that's my order. Every, at, last year, they take our orders and stuff, and I was full cream ready to go. <laughs> oh, I'll smash that thing. Hey, is there, a, is there an Australian cure for hangovers? Yeah, Vegemite. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. It's actually legit. I, 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 I was craving some Vegemite yesterday. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Hey, you tweeted something about your head hurting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bumped it. No. Yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. Scott, thank you for doing this, buddy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on the show. We'll see you next time, man. Yes, yes, you will. Vegemite sandwich trying to cure a hangover. Ain't happening in this freak nation. Oh, it just blew up on my microphone. You just did what? Threw up, blew up. Blew Everything. up, threw it's up? It's just all, I just, Vegemite. I've been in IndyCar since... Well, it's been a long time. I've heard Vegemite forever, and I've still never acquired that taste.